All year long, you strive to keep guests excited and delighted. And all year long, Campbell's is here to support you with our flavorful signature and reserve soups. So easy and convenient to serve, so delicious and satisfying to eat. Let us inspire you with soups for every season at campbellsfoodservice.com. Welcome to Menu Feed, a bi-weekly podcast from Winsight Media's two food service brands, Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kobe, Senior Editor covering menu, food, and drink for both brands. Today I'm joined by Rick Chambers, General Manager of Brethren Village Retirement Community in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Like other dining operations across the country, Brethren Village had to quickly pivot to takeout and delivery earlier this year. Listen as Rick shares the innovative ideas and special programs that kept residents engaged with this major shift in service and how it will impact menus in the future. So welcome, Rick. Um, Tell us a little bit about uh, Brethren Village Retirement Community. How many residents do you serve? Okay, we're a CCRC uh, retirement community. We have about 1,250 residents. Of those residents, we have about 865 who are independent. Um, it's a huge campus actually, and um, we have two um, dining rooms that are independent, and we have, of course, a lot of dining rooms that are for health care and personal care. And of course, um, you know, all of them are closed right now. Right. So that gets to my next question. So you had to switch operations to take out and delivery pretty quickly. So how did you adapt your operations and train staff? on, you know, by pivoting on a dime, more or less? Well, um, we had to do a lot of training, of course, with our employees. Um, For example, uh, we met with the chefs and um, came up with a program um, to train the rest of their their, their production staff. It's called um, the Six Foot Kitchen. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of that. Uh, It's a very good program, and we um, we trained all of them on that. We also um, looked at all of the um, different guidelines from the DOH and um, the CDC regarding, um, you know, training for social distancing, you know, universal measures um, for safety, um, and of course, you know, all of the sanitation um, training we had to do. Um, then we put the, uh, the servers to work pretty much um, helping the chefs with the packaging of all the carryout meals that we had. Um, and they, they actually did a very good job, you know, uh, adjusting to that. Also, actually, some of them went to the, we call it the hut, which is our area that, um, you know, we, we have outside one entrance um, that we allow, you know, traffic coming into the um, community. So they helped uh, out there as well. So we basically put up stations, um, plexiglass uh, around the registers, put footprints on the floor, you know, to social distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did a lot of YouTube videos and, and items on BV Daily News to let people know what was going on. And here we are. Uh, we've done a lot of carry out and delivery. And uh, we used to do a lot of um, different events as well, but uh, we weren't able to do those any longer, but our still our revenue has only decreased about 10%, which I'm pretty happy with. Yeah, definitely. 
So tell us about some of the dishes on the menu that, you, that worked especially well for takeout. We decided right away that we wanted to, uh, this would be our finest hour, that we wanted to do some things that were above and beyond you know, what a lot of communities were doing. We have a very good culinary staff here. You know, I'm really proud of all of them and, and, and of course the service staff as well. And we decided that we were going to do extra things. Instead of cutting back, we were allowing people to order off the regular menus for both the restaurants, for the um, Village Center Bistro and the um, Chives American Grill. Mm-hmm. And so in addition to that, we did some things that we thought people would like that were more of comfort foods or uh, things that they're used to, uh, things that you know, they have some kind of attachment to that remind them of memories of better times and help stimulate the appetite and, you know, their, their well-being and connectedness. So we came up with things like, you know, Philly, Italian hoagie, fried chicken, um, scallop and seafood dishes. We've done a lot of seafood dishes because they're easier to get right now than uh, seafood's easier to get than some of the pork products and things like that. Interesting. Um, House pastrami Reuben. We made our own pastrami. We have um, the things to do it. We were able to brine that and then smoke it and then cook it. And um, absolutely incredible stuff. We also were able to get some things from our baker, like tomato pies from Philadelphia. Mm. Um, And then also things like beef tips. We do a smoked brisket dinner they love. And right now, corn on the cob is big. Uh, Everybody wants corn on the cob. So we get that from from Florida, that's not local yet, but um, that's going over well too. Great, and I know that um, Chef Jim Carr also created a daily special that was priced at eight ninety nine, and that was for delivery to independent living units. So- yes, we did a um, we did a free delivery program in addition to our regular program. Uh, we couldn't obviously deliver everything on our menu, but we decided to come up with some items. Uh, that we could deliver on uh, at lunchtime and dinner time every day. Um, and at are eight ninety nine uh, if you buy one meal and sixteen ninety nine if you buy both. Um, now a lot of these items came from our Sodexo inspired dining program. Uh, we actually uh, used a lot of our regular recipes we use for healthcare. Uh, however, you know we have regional features that we add to that. Um, and uh, also, uh, Chef Carr had help with uh, Chef Chad Swigert, who is our, our healthcare uh, chef, and came up with some of the ideas that we have, like uh, chicken piccata with roasted carrots is like one, chicken pot pie, which is the Pennsylvania Dutch chicken pot pie with the noodles and, instead of the crust, mm. uh, stuffed shells and garlic bread, sweet and sour meatballs with roasted root vegetables, pork and sauerkraut, of course, is big here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and ham loaf with fresh asparagus and sweet potatoes. Um, Once again, comfort foods, um, things that people will enjoy and, you know, think about the good times. Right. That's a great deal for $8.99. Wow. Yeah, it also includes includes the features and then also... um, it includes the vegetables and starch and a, and a dessert with that. So it's a good, it's a good deal. Wow. And then guests could also order anything off the regular menu for a small delivery charge. Is that correct? That's correct. Or they can come down and pick it up if they want to do that. Uh, we try to make pickup a lot easier as well. So um, we have a lot of people that pick things up. 
Mm -hmm. So do you see takeout and delivery becoming a larger part of your operations going forward? Yes, I think takeout is here to stay. I think in the past, we, we did do a lot of takeout with our features, for example. Um, we have two features a day, for example, in Chives. We have features in the Bistro as well daily. Um, and we did a lot of carry out with that uh, before, but it's nothing like it is now, of course. <laughs> That's all we're, what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. But we have plans to redo our Chives American Grill a project coming and um, we're opening a little Main Street Cafe in that project. Uh, that'll be good for deli and grab and go. We'll serve local uh, roasted coffee and prepared meals um, that people will be able to pick up and uh, take with them. Also, uh, we're going to offer curbside pickup because we do have a large campus. So some of the um, outlying uh, residents can come and pick things up and you know with technology we'll be able to manage that right so now that the weather is warming up are you doing anything like picnic kinds of baskets or things that they can eat outside yes we actually um we're starting a program right now um it's a picnic basket for two that we're going to allow residents to take in different areas since we're in the yellow phase now to take out uh, to different areas on campus to socially distance, of course, and we'll give them a uh, disposable tablecloth, you know, that they can throw away afterwards and, you know, some sanitizer and all those good things we have to have nowadays, but, um, and we'll allow them to sit in different areas outside um, since we're allowed outside dining shortly. So uh, we're working on that right now. We've done a lot of things with our barbecue uh, unit that we have. We have a pig roaster barbecue unit with a smoker and uh, it's on a trailer and um, we pull that right out front of either either restaurant. We've had a pig roast. We've had a steak night, uh, which was a very good price. Uh, we got a very good price on steaks when this first happened, you know, ribs and chicken and, and that sort of thing. We put in bags in packaging that they could take to go a smoked halibut dinner and you know, lots of, lots of nice smells that we can have out front to entice people, um, which we actually do in healthcare too. We do a 21 smells program that we have something cooking in the oven, bread or anything to, to entice them to have a good appetite. Wow, that sounds cool. Do you get people from the surrounding area coming because of all the great smells? <laughs> oh, we used to, but they're not allowed on campus right now. But uh, we'll get back to that. We used to do a lot of catering, a lot of uh, outside groups, and a lot of, uh, like the Lions Club used to come on, on site. We can't do that right now. But, right, right. Um, yeah, we used to get a lot of people from the neighborhood. So you also created a Lifeline grocery program, as I understand it. And Chef Karn, a dietitian, created like a weekly grocery bag that can include ingredients for seven days of meals. Can you can you describe that a little bit? Yeah, what we did was we came up with uh, the dietitian came up with some ideas with items we could get readily, uh, things that we had on our shelves or we can get you know you know with our our delivery on on a weekly basis, and we came up with things that. Uh, supplies that the residents would would like to have uh, they can keep in their refrigerators or freezers or their their cupboards that they can use uh, when they're not getting you know the meals to go 
Uh, we came up with that early on during the crisis and things like milk, bread, um, we have a local farm that we utilize down the street and they're able to get us, you know, local produce, canned goods, and you know, all those sorts of things. We came up with this basket, but we also um, helped to supply, um, there's two stores on campus and they kept going, um, they're volunteer run and we worked with the volunteers um, and they also worked with us by delivering meals. And um, we were able to source things that they weren't able to get, you know, themselves uh, during this crisis. And we still are, you know, like I said, those, those items and uh, we're able to supply them, uh, help them where they need help and they help us. So. So were you able to divert some of the ingredients you normally use in food service to the grocery program? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And did, uh, was there a good response to this Lifeline Grocery pro Program? There was a good response at first. Now they just want to go to the stores and that's fine with us. You know, it was kind of an emergency pack in the beginning. People didn't want to move, but now they're, they're coming down the stores and social distancing and they're able to get things that we're able to help them source. So it works out very well. Is there any socialization that goes on around eating? I know they have to be socially distant, but Right now, we do not um, we do not have uh, the ability for them to socialize other than you know six feet you know apart. Uh, however, we are in yellow now, so we're starting to look at opening our outdoor dining areas, mm -hmm. um, and that should happen in the next few days. That's good. And you know, then we'll start with. They're also starting some groups, like ten or less for activities, but they have to socially distance six feet apart with masks and all that sort of thing. Mm. So we're, we're getting it open shortly. Um, unfortunately, in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, we are a little behind some of the other counties in the state um, because of the number of cases. Mm. Well, it sounds like you're making progress, so that's good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I know that um, you also have some step-by-step -step cooking videos that you offered for residents through your closed circuit TV channel. Is that yes? Yes. Um, some of the things that um, you know were demoed on the videos. Um, so we have a BBTV program, um, and they use all kinds of videos they've done uh, over the years. Um, they do videos for, we've, we've always done some videos, YouTube videos for events, um, such we had a uh, lobster bake and things like that. And we always did these promotional videos, but we decided to do some things where we can actually show them step-by-step -step how to prepare uh, some meals. And Chef Carr was instrumental in that. Um, there is a program from Sodexo called Love of Food. Um, and it, we get a lot of recipes from famous chefs. Uh, one of the videos we did was Art Smith's uh, salmon with mushrooms and lentils. Uh, it was kind of a healthy dish that they, they really, really enjoyed. Uh, Chef Carr also did Chio Pino um, because, like I said, seafood's easier to get right now and uh, the prices aren't up sky high like some of the other uh, ingredients. He also um, came up with a dish himself through the program uh, it's a pork cutlet with sherry mushroom sauce and herb schwetzel, uh, kind of the, you know, Lancaster County, uh, Pennsylvania, German influences. Mm -hmm. um, he does a very good job with that as well. But we also showed some old videos. Like I said, uh, we had Chef Lionel Vendôme 
with our Global Chef program, and he came out to uh, Brethren Village last year, and he did a cooking demonstration. So we've been playing that as well. Chef Carr has done some events over the years, like Taste of the World, Feast of the Seven Fishes, Mardi Gras. He smokes a, an alligator for that. Wow. <laughs> oh, um, and Pasta Grana Padana, which uh, is like a wheel of cheese, and then we make the pasta actually in the wheel. Um, some, some neat things that, that he's done in the past. So try to show some videos um, of things we've done in the past, as well as doing some new ones. So is it true that some of the dishes guests can then order for dinner? Um, for Correct. Dinner? Yes. That's cool. Yes, we uh, run, when we run those videos, we actually run the features for a week after that, that they can actually order it. And uh, so they can watch it and then eat it if they don't want to make it themselves. Right, that's cool. Are you using any special packaging to deliver the meals that you know did, that you had to source that you didn't have before, or is it something that you had on hand? We did source some bags that we are using for um, some catering in, in the apartments. They're very nice uh, bags that we can put in pans of food. Um, we're going to offer more and more of these uh, catering meals for two to four people. Mm. Um, and we did, we do have that now. We also got some special bags for the carryouts, and we do little touches like for some of the packaging. We put stickers on up in the bistro that has some, they look like cartoons, but they're, you know, very light and uplifting messages on them. We also do um, over in, in chives, uh, we have some really nice paper bags that we use. And then we uh, also put in for special events like Mother's Day and Father's Day. We buy some chocolate bars that say Happy Mother's Day, Happy Father's Day. And we get little notes from um, all the team members that work there saying, you know, how they miss them and uh, hope to see you soon and that sort of thing. And the, the residents absolutely love that. So, yeah, we, um, we, we're looking into more items like packs of, that you can actually make a meal yourself. We can't do the, the raw ingredients, but we can have things that they can put together that are cooked, you know, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So on the other end of the spectrum, are you using more technology to facilitate food service? I mean, th these are all really high touch kinds of gestures, but is there a lot of high tech going on too? We're working on that right now. We do a lot of pre-ordering, obviously. So we are working uh, on a pre-ordering system and we just actually um, are finishing that up right now so that we don't have to do everything with paper and telephone. So people can pre-order um, online. They'll have their own uh, account so they can, you know, see what their balances are for their account and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, reservations, obviously. We're also encouraging everybody to charge to their accounts to limit the uh, use of cash. Mm -hmm. um, we also have a happy or not feedback program that we use in the dining rooms. And it's of course not getting that much use, but we gave them the codes so that they can scan with their phone and then give us feedback on how much they, they enjoyed their meal. That's starting to work. We're starting to see the numbers increase. So we're happy about that. And, you know, of course, um, 
we're going to have to do a lot of delivery in the future, so we'll have to continue with all these, you know, advances. Right. So, other than what we already talked about, how else will food service and dining operations change going forward? Um, you mentioned catering. That obviously will have to be different. So maybe you could address that to start. Yeah, I think catering, as we remember um, in the past, is is something that we'll have to wait until we have a vaccine to be able to go back to those mm -hmm. good old days. Um, however, like I said, we're going to provide these catering kits, um, and we'll be able to do that as, as you know the residents' families come on um, the campus. They're going to want a meal. If they can't come down to the dining room, we're going to have to be able to come up with these uh, meals for them in their apartment. Mm -hmm. Carry out is definitely here to stay. Like I said, we are going to redo our operation to increase the amount of carry out uh, ability. Curbside pickup, I think, is another one that we're working on um, so that people from all over campus uh, don't have to wait in line. Mm -hmm. um, we did put up, you know, all the social distancing stickers and we have footprints where people can stand. Uh, all these things that you would have thought were bizarre, you know, being, uh, being someone who's been in food service all these years, it's kind of bizarre, but it's, it's, the, it's the way things are going to be for now. Mm -hmm. um, Pop-up events, we're going to do them more often. We do them weekly, we used to do them monthly the meal kits we talked about mm -hmm. and we we have to earn our business every day that's what we do we we provide good food with excellent service at a good price we have to listen to our customer and whatever their wants and needs are we have to adapt mm -hmm. uh, they don't need to adapt to us we need to adapt to them and that's been our mantra that uh, this is our finest hour and we're going to continue to do what we need to do to do the right thing for our residents and for our customers. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of very innovative things. So I'm sure the feedback has been good. Yeah, the feedback has been very good and we're very, very pleased. Uh, the, the thank you notes we get are just wonderful and heartfelt and uh, we care about our people. This is the business we're in. We care about people, that's why we're in it. And, um, you know, we are on stage all the time and we have to be the bright spot for their day. Uh, even if they're just coming down to pick up a meal, we are their bright spot. So yeah. we have to continue that. Well, thank you very much, Rick. Um, if you have anything else to add, feel free, but I really enjoyed our conversation and best of luck to you as you move forward. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we, um, we love what we do. We have a very good team here. Um, I'm very proud of the entire team. We have two excellent executive chefs and sous chefs and a lot of the, a lot of my people that work for me have been in restaurants for years and then, you know, come to senior living. I own my own restaurant for 18 years. Um, so did Chef Corey own his uh, restaurant for a few years. So we treat, you know, things here in senior living like it were, was our own business. And, uh, and that's what we're, we will continue to do. Mm -hmm. Well, great. Thanks again. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure talking with you. Rick, thanks so much for sharing Brethren Village's creative ideas and strategies. 
Please join us next time to delve into more menu trends that will help you stay ahead of the curve. All year long, you strive to keep guests excited and delighted. And all year long, Campbell's is here to support you with our flavorful signature and reserve soups. So easy and convenient to serve, so delicious and satisfying to eat. Let us inspire you with soups for every season at campbellsfoodservice.com. Thank you.